0: This is Crypto Core Radio, discussing the ideas, people, and projects building the new digital economy. Get the latest on blockchain technology and
1: cryptocurrency updates
0: with your host, Lutz. Hello and welcome to Core Radio. This is Lutz coming to you live uh, right before the Fourth of July weekend. Uh, we have a special guest on with us tonight, and uh, it's a new ICO. It started a couple days ago. Uh, it's it's not very it's not very popular amongst the circles yet, so uh, you, you might not want to miss it. Uh, definitely look into it. Uh, it's really cool. the The application that I saw in the demo is really cool, and uh, I thought I'd get the, the developer of let, that application on. So hey, his name his name is Sean. Welcome, Sean. Hi. Thank you. And you created that that application I saw on the Mac OS that has all the little applications inside.
1: Uh, yep, I'm the lead developer. Uh, had a had a little bit of help with the UI from uh, some of our other uh, members of our team, but yeah, the mo- the majority of it was built by me.
0: Hey, that that so so the idea behind that, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll talk more in depth about that. The idea behind this application is uh, is that it's going to be each application is located on the blockchain.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. So basically, we are building um a blockchain powered app store and all of the applications in that app store would be powered by the blockchain
0: okay i I just uh, you know what a little early for that but I, i it's been driving me nuts i'm like so are these applications like actually on the blockchain or or are they located like somewhere else you know and the metadata is just on the blockchain
1: uh, well, um, the actual files will be stored on on your local computer, but the um, all of the interactions you have in the application will interact with the blockchain.
0: Mm, okay, so
1: so let us get let's get to the name of it. All right this is called Geofounders. yeah, yeah the uh, the the um, group as a whole is called Geofounders, and under GeoFounders, we have many different applications uh, in development.
0: You know, you have a pretty sexy voice. Where are you from?
1: <laughs> I'm actually from Kentucky.
0: <laughs> Kentucky? I yeah.
1: knew you were in the United
0: States somewhere.
1: Uh, dot Kentucky. It's a population so small we don't—we're not even on the map.
0: <laughs> and, and that's why you have time to create things like Geo Yeah,
1: yeah. I've been a computer nerd since I was a kid. Sort of uh, nothing to do in the middle of the country, so nothing but working on computers.
0: <laughs> hey, listen—the nerds always win at the end. You know, when 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 that girl, you know, that, that last branch, you know. She catches that last last branch before she hits the floor. It's always going to be one of us with a lot of money.
1: That's right. We're there to catch her.
0: <laughs> so, so what? So when did you come up come up with with this idea to create uh, applications on the blockchain?
1: Uh, well, you know, um, originally I invested in the Ethereum crowd sale. I, I I read the white paper and I thought it was a really cool idea, and I invested in that. And um, over time, I kind of um, participated in the community and kept an eye on Ethereum, and I, I noticed that there was a lot of development going on in um, kind of the protocol layer, sort of the, the more hardcore programming aspects. But um, but most of my most of my experience, I, I work. Um, my day job is basically to work on consumer facing apps for like mobile and and web, and I noticed that there was a real like lack of that kind of software right now. Every time I try to show someone some really cool blockchain stuff, it, it would be too technically difficult for them. So um, I kind of decided, you know, well, if, uh, you know, if, if other people, um, if I have, if there's not that much software out there, I, I kind of figured maybe we should build some and, and try to put it out there. And so we came up with the idea of geo founders and um, st- sort of went from there. Oh yeah. Well, you know, you can't expect, uh, you know, even now
0: as popular as Bitcoin is, these people out there, they just, they, 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 you know, I don't think they laugh at it anymore. Cause back in my day, which was, you know, in, in crypto days, that that's like a week ago, but you know, I, I, about a year, a year ago, a little over a year ago, like a year and a half ago, I was working for a, a company, a fortune 30 company. Right. And yeah. I, I, I was, I was a network administrator there and you know, we had database admins and developers, you know, they had proprietary software with, you know, their own team of developers and I mean, you even mentioned how cool the technology was to these, these guys, right? And and it was they were just so ignorant. They like like they didn't even want to look into it. I mean, their their minds were so small. It was disgusting. They 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 wouldn't they they'd start laughing at it. They'd be like, oh, ha ha ha, Bitcoin. I mean, like you know, technically, who's laughing now, right? But
1: yeah, actually, it's funny because uh, when I first invested in Ethereum, I. I put a whole paycheck um, in Ethereum, and I kind of got a lot of uh, you know I a, I, I, my family kind of made fun of me a bit on that one because you know it, it, I was investing in digital magic beans, you know at least, right. at, least ma- right. at least magic beans you can grow them. <laughs> I mean, but, you, you uh, know you know the, you know this I, I forgot his last name, Nick. he's
0: the guy that built the Bitcoin center in New York City. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, I, I spoke to him yesterday uh, the day before yesterday, I went to a conference on Wall Street. Uh, I was representing SuperNet at that time, but I was there and I spoke to him. And, you know, we, he was—he's cool. He's like an old man, like a dinosaur kind of old man. Like he's like an Atari type of guy, right? And yeah. and he's over there. He's like he's like but He was telling he was telling me that his parents almost disowned him for buying thirty thousand domain names back in his day.
1: <laughs>
0: and and this is equivalent to that, you know, because. Yeah. You know, you tell me, yo, my, I just spend like you know, forty thousand dollars on on you know fake tokens, you know, on tokens that that, that could possibly do something magical. You know, like that's what right. F- a
1: few years. The hell is wrong abortion. with you? What's <laughs> wrong with you, son? <laughs> I, you know, I think it's funny because uh, everybody in this space seems to have their own their own version of that story where they they kind of had to take a leap of faith and then people came around after it was in the news and everyone started talking about it, you know?
0: So, so tell, tell me about your development skill. What, what, what are your, what's your background? Node.js, you know, what, what do you, so what do you, uh, what are your skills?
1: Uh, Well, I kind of, I kind of wear many different hats. Um, Mainly, uh, recently I've been working a lot in Swift, uh, Node.js. I kind of been doing this uh, since I was about 14 years old. So, uh, when I when I first I moved from Kentucky to Silicon Valley when I was a teenager um, and kind of got lucky and, and got to work with a lot of different companies so right right now I would say most of my experience is in um, web tech and uh, Mac OS development but um, to be honest I've pretty much worked in everything except for you know some of the more esoteric languages like Haskell and stuff like that. <laughs>
0: Oh wow, Pascal is old
1: man. Yeah, I know. Well, it's funny how a lot of older languages are kind of making a comeback. I think a lot of people, a lot of people are kind of, I don't know, they 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 want to use something different and kind of bringing it back a bit. <laughs> like for so, instance, uh, what was it? Uh, what was that, blockchain that? What's that? Ruby. Ruby. Oh, uh, like Ruby on Rails.
0: Yeah, Ruby on Rails. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, on Grails is one. Um, also, the, was there was a recent blockchain that launched that was like based on Perl? I think I can't remember what the name of it was. Um, I don't oh, know. yeah, it
0: did really well. I,
1: I know what you're talking about. It it like flew up, and then, yeah, it, then and it was
0: history after that. It was.
1: It's. I found it kind of funny because Perl. I remember back in the day when I used to work on, uh, like you know, used to have the CGI bin when you're a programmer and and uh, write Perl scripts for it. That was kind of like the first of sort of like server-side programming and so it was interesting to see that kind of come out and and be so popular um, it's you know the blockchain space is really really cool for developers I think it, you know you get to experiment a lot and kind of you know come up with new ideas and and the community is really supportive of it
0: yeah well yeah, it's it's a play, definitely a playground for developers who have an open mind
1: yeah absolutely
0: uh, so what what is uh, geo founders built on what what kind of code is that built on
1: um, well, we we have uh, three three code libraries. The you know um, it's all native depending on the platform. So we have a library for Swift for Mac OS. We have a library in C sharp for Windows, and then we have a C plus C++ library um, for Linux. So one thing we wanted to do is um, build uh, in the native language. Um, for each platform, so we can get the software feeling, you know, um, really, um, you know, performing really well on each platform. Um, you know, initially our application development is in like Web Tech, so we're using like Electron with Node.js. Sort of like uh, if anybody's ever used it, the the official Ethereum wallet, that's actually built in Electron. Um, yeah, so, Agama
0: is also. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So actually, it's a pretty popular platform, and it, and it's really nice because. You build something in Electron, it can automatically, you know, not automatically, but with a little bit of uh, of work, it can work on um, pretty much any platform. And so we're starting out with Electron, but then we're moving into native for each platform when when we get to like the beta stage. So um, that's pretty much where we're at right now.
0: So is that so? It's available on what platform? I saw the one I saw was Mac OS the, in the demo.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so our our alpha is uh, is on Mac OS just so we can get um, some items out there for people to actually see. Um, but uh, a couple months after the Mac OS release, we'll have the Windows release as well, and that'll be um, that'll be in uh, uh, available in C Sharp. Not very cool. And so, so what what do you have any applications on it at the moment? Um, not at the not at the moment. I mean, we, we will soon what we'll, we'll be announcing uh, some dates pretty soon on the um, on our blog. And also we have a roadmap. We have a we have a clear roadmap um, on GeoFounders.com. Um, our first uh, alpha release for two of our applications, one called GeoBanker and one called GeoRealms um, is in August. And that will that will be the date that um, people can actually go and download our software and, and, and try it out.
0: Okay. Oh, uh, what what's the so what do you receive? So at the moment you have an ICO, right? Yeah.
1: And when, totally when you participate,
0: when you participate in the ICO, uh, what what do you get with that?
1: Um, so you'll get uh, a token. We we have a fixed supply token called Geo Units. Um, and essentially what that token represents is um a few things. Uh, the the first thing it represents is any all of the applications we're building. Um, they all have like a revenue component to them. And so uh, using smart contracts, any any fees that come into the application are automatically routed and reserved for token holders. So let's say you own like 1% of the Geo Units tokens, then um, you'll be able to collect, uh, you know, a, a little less than 1% um, of the revenue that's collected from the applications. Um, I say a little bit less because we, we reserve 10% for continued development to try to keep a development cycle going. So every, you know, every ether that comes in or every ETC that comes into the application um, can help self-sustain, develop the development catalog, and and uh, keep it increasing and keep the applications updated. Right. Um, but that's the initial thing that you get for the Geo Units token. Um, we also have a whole roadmap of applications that will use their own tokens, like. For example, um, we're working on this game called Geo Realms that the alpha will be released in August, and it will have its own tokens called gems. And if you own uh, if you own Geo units for Geo Founders, you will also get um, a certain allotment of gems when those tokens are generated. Okay, okay, so it, it's
0: it's kind of like the the Waves Community Coin. Yeah. Uh, it, it you know it actually forget that because I, I, don't, I don't like having a separate coin just for that purpose like, <laughs> Com- Komodo Komodo uh, has uh, automatically if you own like a certain amount of Komodo you know you get you'll get other things like like jumbler right is coming out soon you, you heard of it
1: I have not heard of jumbler no.
0: so jumbler is like a, a, a fully anonymous uh, transaction technology so, so you could anonymize your transactions 100%, even more than Monero, like 100% anonymous transaction through this technology. So as long as you add your token into the Agama wallet, you inherently get all the, all the benefits of the Agama wallet, which is, you know, uh, playing poker with Pangea or, uh, you know, making a fully anonymous transactions that can't be traced. So you just yeah. like inherit all their benefits for your for your technology. Which is cool. You should j- definitely check it out and try to get added to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, is it is it like a mixer or?
0: Uh, it's not. It's a fully. It actually cuts. It, well, it's 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 a decentralized tumbler, so it's fully decentralized. Um, you, you definitely have to look into it. Uh, Jumbler. info is a website. You could also jump on the Slack uh, for Supernet. Are you in that one? I'm not in that one. No. Oh, dude, there's like 3000 people in there. You definitely should get in there and tell them about uh GeoFounders. You know, and, and maybe even, you know, cooperate with some other some some other like there's a there's a whole whole bunch of technologies in there, not just Supernet. You know, the the a lot of developers in there also that can help out. You know, give you ideas. That's definitely a place to hang out for, for sure. Yeah, uh check it out. you know, I see where where the where do your where does your community collaborate at this point is it like uh, telegram or something
1: uh right now we have a combination like we do a lot of reddit stuff um we we, we do have a telegram account um and most uh, of most of the, most of the uh, work that we do is is really i mean honestly we're, we're kind of brand new right now um, and haven't really built up a huge community yet we we really wanted to get our applications out there before we started building uh um building up like people around them but um um right now are pretty small or just mainly Reddit and in the, the typical places.
0: Ethereum most likely, right? The Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah. like the Ethereum forum?
1: Yeah, yeah, like ETH Trader and ETH ETH dev area. Um, yeah, that
0: definitely definitely need to be in those, especially since you're gonna be using that platform, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, what what made you go go with ETH? Just because they do have the technology for smart contracts?
1: Well, um, it, it's it's a little complicated. I mean, I, I guess the the first thing that made me go with ETH would be um, just the fact that I'm I'm uh, most accustomed to it. I, I'm familiar with their development platform, and obviously the the smart contracts play a big role. I think uh, it's interesting seeing all these technologies like uh, Arter's coming out soon and Lisk and and um, and and so forth. But uh, I I think there's something kind of special about the kind of on the chain programming. Uh, I I think there's a lot of cool technology out there, but I I really think um, smart contracts are are really fascinating and they also lend themselves well to automation. So, you know, you can deploy a smart contract and you're not you're not necessarily too concerned about what's going to happen once it's deployed. Whereas other other systems, like, for instance, I, I was developing some stuff on Lisk and it's a really cool technology. Um, the only the only concern I have sometimes with the development is that you've got to maintain the servers and, and you know kind of go through the traditional concerns of keeping your your server up and making sure that um, everything's patched and so forth. Um, so that's kind of the reason we stuck with Ether in the beginning. How about Zcash? Have you have you looked into Zcash? I have not looked in Zcash much. Did they have a? Um, Do they have like kind of on the chain? development i thought they were I thought yeah they were uh, smart prepared. smart
0: contracts are coming out i, I believe they have a, a platform coming out with smart contracts also
1: that, that's awesome yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to some of the uh some of the more uh, some of the competitors that are coming out like rootstock i'm looking forward to seeing rootstock finally using right Bitcoin.
0: <laughs> yeah civic you heard of civic they have a modular yeah.
1: modular yeah, smart contracts Civic. i think e- eos is about to launch soon and they they've got a i, I don't think they're doing smart contracts which is is it Tezos? I think Tezos is doing smart contracts, right? Uh, I think so. You, you know what? I,
0: I just joined the Tezos Slack, and I I literally do five thousand people. I'm mean, like, Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> yeah, they got. It's the gonna be.
0: It's gonna be huge.
1: Yeah, I think Tezos is gonna be big. You know, and it's fascinating too because I remember, um, you know, it's been a while since I read up on them, but I I think they they actually have their own sort of uh, smart contract language, which is sort of unique because I, I believe uh rootstock is using solidity from from ethereum but tezos looks like they're going their own route and sort of doing their own thing which is kind of fascinating
0: very cool Well, you know what just from this conversation i can tell you very uh you're very knowledgeable when it comes to uh you know what's out there and you know what's what's being developed so that's that's a good thing you know oh i, I love
1: this know. space man it's uh it's it's i think i mean I, I remember when the internet first came out. That's how old I am. I remember when the internet was was first coming out. And I, I just, you know, as like a young programmer, I just had no ability to go and, and work in it. And it's just great to see the blockchain and all these developers being able to kind of jump in. It's, it's really fun.
0: So the, so what's the what's the total supply of the, the tokens? They, they're called guns, right?
1: Yeah, they're called uh, geo units or guns for short. Um, the total supply is 100 million. There's 100 million tokens, and uh, the ICO is a flat rate of 1,000 guns per ether.
0: Okay. Uh, we
1: have a we have a cap, a 65% cap, um, and 35 million of the tokens are in reserve for the development team.
0: Okay. Uh, so, so how how does uh is there like a phase one people are attending at the moment? If, in a phase two, how does the ICO? How is it structured?
1: You know, we we originally announced it to be tiered, but um, after partaking in some of the other ICOs like uh, you know Status and and stuff like that, we we kind of changed it to a flat rate. So it's just one thousand tokens per ether for the whole the whole way through the ICO. Um, so if you know you want to take your time and, and look everything over and do your research, um, no rush. You know, uh, it's it's not going to increase in price over time
0: catcher gotcha. I uh, you know. You know what I, I feel is important. Coming, you know, coming to a crossroads of all these ICOs coming, right? That eventually we're gonna people are gonna want more confidence in their investment. You know, at at this point in time, I think we all take a leap of faith with these ICOs. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But,
0: but we're, I think in the future, the, you know, when more average people start joining and you know don't have the the skin that we the thick skin that we do uh, I think we're gonna need to give them more assurance so I think an escrow service is gonna be a big deal I mean so so you you put all your your gathered ICO funds into an escrow service right and when when you reach a goal you know they open the funds you know so you know like a GUI platform is now uh, released you know and once it's released, and you show that you you met that that goal, you know. Then the, a certain amount allotment of those escrow ser- funds are released to the dev team, you know. And and then you know you just go by goal by goal, you know. And it assures people that the work is going to get done, and that there's motivation for the team to continue with their goals. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I, I think that's I think that's reasonable. I mean, it, it, it's. You know, I think it's a pretty a pretty natural progression. Like, for example, I remember when I invested in Ethereum at that time, it was nothing but like a white paper. And I remember when uh, when I finally put my Bitcoin into it and all I got back was like a text file that was basically like an IOU. And I was hanging on to that IOU file for three years and and uh, it can be (laughs) nerve wracking investing in an ICO because, yeah, there is. There is this sort of level of uncertainty and it would you know, I, I definitely think there's been some interesting ideas out there to try to um, to try to, you know, formalize the ICO process. I, I know on the Ethereum Reddit channel, there was uh, like a, um, a proposal to kind of have sort of what you're talking about, like a smart contract version of what you're talking about, where the ICO wasn't necessarily a free for all. It, it had like a real structure to it with. With uh, milestones and such, yeah, I, I think eventually we're probably gonna have to get to that point to give people more assurances. That's definitely a good idea.
0: It's it I, I think it's you know it, it's gonna be imperative at one point because you know you can't have 500 ICOs at the same time, and you know every everyone looks and I mean even the research process. How could you research so many different ICOs? How much time do you have in your day?
1: Yeah, I mean, so, even as a developer, it's just my my head is spinning sometimes. There's just so much stuff coming out. It's it's both fascinating and exciting and, and scary at the same time. <laughs> so so what
0: kind of marketing you guys and that's what that's, that's how we get to marketing, you know, like how how do you find out about, you know, who and what and where? You know, so you guys plan on, you know, putting some funds towards marketing?
1: Uh yeah, absolutely. Um actually uh, in our white paper, we started to specify a breakdown of how we're going to do the marketing, you know, for our applications. Um, we are going, I mean, we, we fully intend to compete with uh, mainstream applications. We don't just want to be like, just for the blockchain sort of um, application. We want to like, you know, we, we want our, um, for, for instance, we have uh, an app we're working on called Opify, which is um, attempting to. Uh, sort of be an email replacement, but it runs on the blockchain. You know, you don't have to worry about security. You don't have to worry about a lot of aspects you have to worry about with email, even setting it up is easier because you just launch the application. Um, so uh, we're definitely going to need to market that. And uh, for instance, you know, we're gonna have to market it as a traditional app. And, and um, so we're, we're, we're kind of taking the traditional route. Uh, we have, we have a bit of a background in online marketing. Um, so we're, we're uh, we, we have a we have a good handle on how to do that now now obviously like for instance um, what you guys do uh, Blockchain marketing that that's like a whole different um, area. We're, we're starting to find out that okay, you know The blockchain space works so differently than um, than the traditional like uh, online advertising space. Oh, like yeah, that, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, It's it's a, it's not only is it a niche. It's 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 uh you, know, you when you when you're spreading when you're doing marketing for this niche which I have a little you know insight on uh, you know a lot of people th- coming from the product space we you know that do marketing for products like yeah can you tell me the conversion rates and track those <laughs> for me and you know like I had the guy Reggie Middleton from Varium, right, veritasium he's like like I you know I want I want I want you to tell me you know uh, to, I want you to track the conversions and you know I'll pay for certain conversions and Dude, we're not selling a product here, man. We're getting your, we're, we're putting your word, you know, your your name on on people's ears. You know, you know the rule of seven. You hear something seven times, it sticks in your brain forever. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, what we're we're getting you 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 out there. Once people hear you, our job is done. You know, they they that's that's what we do. We market you out there to so that people could, you know. Oh, I heard about that that technology. I heard it on core, core radio. I heard it on core core media. That info, you know. I I read this article, you know, that that Lutz put out, you know, on Infowars, and you know, it was it was all about that, you know. So th- that's what we do. We, we're not here to track your conversions. You know, we're not here to to be your manager for your marketing group. You know, that that you you do need a, a marketing manager to to do all that if you want that, but. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's I mean, not it, a product where I can say, yeah, we sold 10 of them this week. It doesn't yeah, work it, like
1: that. It's very much like a word of mouth sort of uh, industry right now. You know, it kind of reminds me like in the early days of the internet, we, you had like link exchange where people like just individuals would exchange like banner ads and links and stuff. It, it's kind of got that sort of vibe where, you know, it's it's sort of, a, you know, a person to person sort of marketing machine right now.
0: Right. And, then, you know, the, the fact is that you know that our website gets a, a ton of traffic and uh and the, you know we have we have subscribers to our magazine we actually have a core uh media magazine called core mag you could get a physical copy sent to your house so you can put it in your bathroom
1: oh you guys are yeah you guys actually printing out physical copies huh? yeah yeah That's cool
0: awesome so it, it's it, it's you know we, we have uh, thousands of subscribers to the magazine so what when you get an article in the website you get it in the magazine also. It's, it's, we've been building this up for about two years now, so it's a, it's a long time coming. Uh, at the, at this, so your, your application, uh, app. so if I wanted to put core media, core radio in GeoFounders, how would I do that? I mean, can, can I put my radio show on your, on your, uh, in your application as what, like a, a button in there?
1: Uh, yeah, well, right now, basically, you'd have to wrap it in some sort of, uh, like, layer You'd have to, to build it. It's very much like, um, almost like the Mac OS or Windows 10 App Store. You you submit an application um, to our App Store, and we have both a curation process, like the main screen that someone will see is curated, but then there's also an uncurated area for anybody that just wants to type in you know, uh, um, the name of a product that they heard about and they just want to download it and they're not too concerned about it being reviewed and everything. Um, So, yeah, you would just uh, when when we launch our app store, you would just submit it um, through the um, uh, through one of the tools on the application. And, uh, you know, you can select to whether or not you want us to um, officially verify it or you can just uh, send people a link to it and they can download it from from the store.
0: Okay. And, and being verified, of course, would be the way to go. Cause you know, people don't want to download something that's untrusted, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting in, in like, um, in the blockchain space, especially because we, people have very strong opinions on this, so, um, we're, we're giving people b- the ability both to submit and then just give a link to someone or they can submit and get verified by us. Um, if they want, obviously verification, you know, we kind of curate what gets submitted, but, uh, um, yeah, but either way is, is you know, that's
0: good. Yeah. You, you have a free free enterprise type of thing and a, and a censored one. That's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so I have an APK for the radio station, right? Is that how it works? If I, you know, for Android, I have a, I have an, an app, an APK app. How do, so is that what I send in?
1: Um, I'm, I'm not sure we can do an APK, uh, right away because that's Android specific. Um, and right now we're just focused on desktop. We, uh, we're we definitely have plans to do mobile, but that's in 2018. But our initial launch will be on desktop um, to begin with. And essentially, the way that would work is uh, like I, I could send over um, like I, like like for instance, uh, with your radio show, the way it would work is you would uh, you'd probably have to find a library on GitHub that will uh, stream um, your your radio stream um, through a player, and then you just uh, hard code your your um, stream URL into that player uh, package that up and um, and submit that to us so there, there'd there be a little bit of development work there um, I, I definitely you know I definitely could see some room for like you know giving people maybe like for instance your your radio show giving people sort of a template to use where they could just plug in their URL and then it'll co- and compile an app and then submit it to the store but right now gotcha. there's a little bit of development work all right that's cool because when you
0: think of app you always think of mobile first you don't really think of the app for desktop
1: that is a good point yeah mobile is definitely the king in that Um, we're we're doing desktop first just because um that's uh you know it's easier for us to develop on the desktop and also in terms of the blockchain um you know running full nodes right now kind of require a desktop you can use like a you can use like a light client or a remote node on mobile you, you know, you know what I'm picturing right now. I'm picturing your technology
0: holding everybody's wallet. I mean, so, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, so like you know, if Komodo has a wallet or Waves or uh, you know, Blockpool, right, has a wallet. Right. These are just coins, right? If they all have wallets that have a, you know, I guess an app, a desktop app version, they could all be submitted to geo founders and geo founders will hold all your wallets in one place. So you could just click on it, boom, and open that wallet. Right. And if you want a block pool wallet, boom, you click on that, there's, there's a BLK, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think one of our main goals is to make it where, I mean, one of my personal goals is to make it where I can, you know, give my dad a call and say, Hey, download this app. And for him to have a way to do that easily without having to go to a website go through the download process, have like a whole different, you know, process for each application. I'd I'd love to just give him one place where he can download any of the apps uh, related to blockchain. There you Um, go. You know
0: what? I think you're better off making the niche just for the blockchain because, you know, say, I mean, you could be, you could be like the super utility. I mean, you could, I could download, I could install your, your application on my computer and say, I want a wallet for something. Right. And as long as it's verified, Right. And I'm sure you'll have a way to distinguish if the download is verified. Yes. Uh, I, I, I want a wallet for, uh, I don't know, come up with a coin. Uh, Veracoin, right? I, I want the Veracoin wallet, right? Boom. I'll yeah. just type it in your search and and I could download it real, real easily without having to go to uh, the forum, you know, the announcement page, find out where the link is to download it. I mean, you actually cut out a lot of that fat when it comes to, uh, you know, finding a wallet real quick to, you know, to get an address.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, for instance, uh, like you gave the example of Veracoin. I mean, uh, I have some Veracoin myself and a lot of people don't know that Veracoin has like a separate system called uh, Varium, which is like uh, another blockchain that they have that works with Veracoin. And so, you know, um, it'd be real easy on our app store to see these two apps next to each other because they're submitted by the same team um whereas you know um in traditional you know when when you're going online and stuff a lot of people aren't aware of that so yeah i, I think organization is a, is a key to um having an app store for the blockchain space and just you know just in general finding you know what's available in the blockchain space without having to hunt it down i think is could be pretty valuable to people yeah i
0: i do know about Vericoin because it's at at this point in time it's doing great and i've been mining that for for the last, ever since it came out, I've been mining it. I mean, and my mom has been mining it. Nice. It's uh, it, because it's just it's so easy, and, and that's what you provide. You provide uh, you you could be providing. You know, when you come out, the most sim- the simplest way to download a wallet and to get and to get it installed. I mean, it's boom. Uh, you put it in the search, and you got the wallet. You, know, you could download it right onto your application. Uh, that, that little. If you guys look at the demo, you'll see what I'm talking about it's a little square it comes down from the top and you can see all your applications in one place uh it, it looks really cool so uh, simplicity is definitely the way to go varium has conquered that uh, so far there's nothing that could beat uh opening the wallet and clicking the mining button i mean yeah i, it's I a, agree it's, it's two a steps nice
1: Process. it's, it's a very nice process
0: I, but everything else my mom just doesn't understand
1: <laughs> yeah and i don't blame her it's pretty complicated even for the tech space i mean i know a lot of lot of developers that are still scratching their head about a lot of the blockchain tech but it, it's getting better every day i think i think it's improving like like you said you know Vericoin's a good example their wallet um you know the, the uh, their wallets really clean and user friendly and, and I, I think we're getting there and, and i'm hoping that this app store helps contribute to that
0: well i i, I think you have a great product there man and uh, i mean, what where could people go to download the alpha release
1: um, we'll be putting it up on GeoFounders um, as soon as it releases. Um, we have a couple announcements for some initial software before then um, that we'll be um, also posting up. But yeah, GeoFounders.com is where is where you'll want to download it. After our ICO, um, we'll have a lot more information on um, on you know what's coming out. Uh, you can also see our roadmap for. We have a roadmap uh, halfway down the website that gives uh, specific dates on on what's going to be released when and um, everything is on track for that schedule. So,
0: so basically, the, the problem that you guys are solving in the world is making, uh, making blockchain stuff easy, easy to approach and to download and to install for normal people.
1: Yes, yes, we're, you know, our, our primary goal is to make uh, the blockchain simple for normal people. And um and you know, along with that we're also developing some apps that um that we find really fascinating to put into our store and to kind of get the ball rolling.
0: And I, I'm just getting to these questions because you know, i think in my mind that, you know, I'm an investor, I want to invest in an ICO. What other points have we not covered yet? So you know I, I, I don't think we covered the team. Who's on the team, bro?
1: Yeah, so uh we're we're a uh, our core team is based in Vegas. Uh we, we're we're um, we're less than 12 people. About half of us are in Vegas and the other half um, is spread out throughout the United States. Um, most of us have worked together for over a decade. The uh, the primary people are actually um, myself, uh, my cousin Edward, and my other cousin Michael, along with um, John and Dinesh and, and a few other developers we have um, on staff. And uh, basically we all come from Somewhat different backgrounds, you know, per, uh, for myself, uh, I come from sort of like a computer enthusiast when I was, you know, I started programming when I was 14 and I moved out to Silicon Valley when I graduated high school and sort of that sort of uh, background of, you know, just sort of a, um, a developer with a dream. Um, my cousin, Ed, uh, he handles a lot of the business side. He also studied computer science at Harvard. He, um, he's he got a lot more experience uh, with sort of the financial aspect. So, he worked at Morgan Stanley as a senior analyst for their um, CRM division, um, and he uh, also worked as a loan officer. And he worked at a variety of startups in the in Silicon Valley. Um, the other member of our team, Michael, uh, he's actually like a, a young developer, and and um, he uh, it's interesting with him because he um, his final project at at university was a, a blockchain based um, address book, and so he's kind of I, th- I think he kind of caught the blockchain bug watching uh, me and his dad uh, work in the space. And so he's joining us and he's got a different background. He actually is working in, in Unity. So he does a lot of game development and he's working on our game Geo Realms, um, which is initially built in 2D, but he's working on a 3D version in Unity. Um, so that, that's kind of the core team is, a, is a, you know, sort of a, um, a hodgepodge of uh, sort of a family you know, me, my cousins, and um, some of our developers that we've been working with for a while. Uh, we, actually, we actually run a company called US Web, and we've been developing um, uh, web applications for a while. And sort of we, we kind of fell into this space after uh, investing in Ethereum. So it's sort of a weird, weird combination.
0: <laughs> you know, the, the best developers, in my experience, come from the gaming world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Gaming. Yeah. It, it's, you know what it is. It's a, it's that gaming is more difficult. Like, like essentially you have to kind of love it because for the amount of effort you put into game development, you could actually go and put in a lot less effort in other industries and make a lot, a lot more. So it's kind of a passion thing in the game development I've noticed.
0: I, I a lot of hackers too, they come from the game, the gaming world. <laughs> was, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. I but mean, I, no, we're on team speak right now, which is definitely a, a gaming um you know software platform initially
0: (laughs) i gotta say you know i i didn't know about this until uh you know an an old worker of mine john prince which you know hopefully comes back one day uh you know he uh until he put me onto it and he told me about the full duplex you know and how great the sound quality is and how much better it is than skype so yeah it's
1: gamers know their stuff when it comes to audio that's for sure (laughs) Hey,
0: Wait, well, you, you got to You know, when you're playing Halo, you know, you got to be able to back your your guys up.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I remember playing uh, Counter. I remember playing Counter Strike when it was still a mod for uh for Half Life Two, and um I think I, I think TeamSpeak came out quite a bit after that. But uh, Counter Strike definitely was like a huge team. Hey, yeah, right.
0: Uh, uh, so, so uh the how long does this ICO last for?
1: Um, it's a thirty-day ICO. It ends on uh, July twenty-fifth, so still it's still going. Still has a while to go, um, and it's in. Like I said before, it's a flat rate, so there's no huge rush. You know, there's no tiered system to um to get in. That's good. That's
0: good because I, I I I normally never invest in anything I miss phase one on. You know, it's, if if I miss that whatever if I miss the bonus, I don't get involved. <laughs> It's it's just it's that easy because everyone is gonna sell before me You know, yeah, when people see even a 10% profit or a 5% profit sometimes less they'll sell, you know, and That's not a profit for people who got in later because you know, we end up getting stuck So it's not a good system the structure of that type of ICO structures. just not not a good structure in my opinion
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I remember uh... I mean, the last tiered investment I think I made was uh, the the original Ethereum crowd sale, and it was it was kind of funny because I think I got in it on like tier two, and I was kicking myself because you know it was like a ten percent loss or whatever. But uh, yeah, the tiered system can definitely be a little stressful.
0: <laughs> well, it, you know, if you got in on Ethereum, you're you're okay now.
1: I mean, the- yeah, yeah, they, you know, thank goodness it took a while because you know the funny thing is I think a lot of people have this story, but. You know, I, I got an Ethereum and then uh, and then I just forgot about it for like a year and then I come back to it. and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. They, what what do you think about the
0: Ethereum code base? A lot of people say it's a mess and it's you know it could possibly bomb
1: at one point. You know, I, I think it depends on on which one you're talking about. You know, I'm not I'm not going to um, uh, you know, uh, you know, the the fact that it works. Period. I think is a is a is a huge accomplishment. You know, obviously getting that software together. Just to, um, you know, just executing the software in general is very difficult. But uh, I, I I've personally, I, I looked at the parity. I think parity it's written in Rust, and that that code base is pretty nice. But I can see where there's complaints because um, obviously Ethereum has a different um, sort of model that they're going with. Uh, and from a development perspective, I mean, smart contracts are, or it's kind of a double-edged sword. They can be highly useful but also there's lots of uh there's lots of hypothetical problems that might arise i mean we're already seeing it you know these these recent gigantic icos uh bog right. down the network a bit and um it, it was it was a little concerning I'm, I'm i'm hopeful that like raiden and some of these other um some of these other upgrades in the future are going to help uh, alleviate those problems
0: uh Raiden for mortal
1: kombat you remember he was my favorite character <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, was it intentional? I, I didn't really look it up, but, uh, but I kind of got a kick out of the fact that you know Bitcoin has a Lightning network, and then uh, Ethereum announced Raiden, and all I could think of was yeah, Mortal Kombat, <laughs> fatality, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, you know, Andreas Antonopoulos, he was saying that that if you put the amount of you know people that are on Bitcoin on Ethereum, you know, it could de- it definitely cannot handle. Uh, this you know, as far as scalability is concerned, it can't it can't handle what Bitcoin can handle at the moment. Yeah, I mean And you could tell by by that you know that spike last what was it last week when everything yeah. started not moving anymore.
1: Yeah last week. I mean it's it's hard for me to say. I'm I'm not uh I'm not like a core developer on the on the um on these projects so I, I can't really say that I, I know it so well that I, I know all the intricacies of it but I will, uh, you know, the volume of transactions, I think, has been pretty high with Ethereum. And um, I mean, no doubt Antonopoulos probably knows, you know, 100 times more than I do about this subject. But to me, it seems like it, it definitely bogged down last week. But, you know, so so did Bitcoin in terms of the um, kind of the the transaction um, kind of uh, bottleneck. So uh, I'm not really sure, honestly. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I thought it was
0: an, it- an interesting fact that he threw out there, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's wrong. As... It, it definitely seems to be. It could be a problem for sure. It's it's easy to claim that you can scale, before, until you get to that point, and then all of a sudden you right. Then it breaks. Execute, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Then it's like okay, let's let's invent something called Segwit. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: We'll tell people about it, and we'll try to implement it as soon as possible.
1: So, so you really wanna you really wanna be controversial? What's your opinion on the uh, the whole Segwit thing?
0: <laughs> uh, I you know until I see it work i i have no opinion i I, you know it's it it, until i see it work it doesn't work that's it it's that simple it's on (laughs) or it's off it's binary for me
1: that's fair
0: (laughs) yeah uh how about the price of bitcoin you think we're going up or you think we're going down i think
1: it's all going up i think i think i mean look at the look at the market cap for crypto in general i mean it's like a hundred billion dollars right now i i think there's a lot of room to grow in that market cap i i think I think crypto in general is going to be a, you know, trillion, multi-trillion dollar business eventually. I mean, I I mean, I, I totally believe it. It's, it, you know, obviously it's, it's, you know, it's all everyone's guessing right now, but um, why not? I mean, I think this technology is revolutionary and I don't think we've seen even like, I don't think we've scratched the surface yet. I agree. I agree. You know what? If, if you, you know, if you told me,
0: you know, two years ago when I was buying Bitcoin regularly uh, that, you know, I was buying them at 300. Hundred dollars, two fifty, right? And you know, like, <laughs> if you told me that you know, in in a year or two, you know, they're gonna be three thousand dollars each, I I wouldn't, I would not have thought it would. You know, I, I was thinking, oh yeah, maybe it'll be a thousand dollars. I would never think of three thousand dollars.
1: You know. Oh yeah, I I know what you mean. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I I missed out on the whole initial Bitcoin, but uh, but I got in on Ethereum, and and I remember thinking it wasn't that long ago. I remember thinking like a year ago, like you know, one day Ethereum will reach a hundred dollars and. And it will be amazing, and and then all of a sudden, you know, what was it like three months ago? It just spiked, you know, like crazy. All all of the cryptos just just shot up, and um, it was
0: it was insane. I couldn't believe it, man. I was I was yeah. like, my my jaw dropped. I was like, holy <laughs> Jesus! I'm I don't need to work anymore. <laughs> it was, yeah, that's exactly. it. I was like,
1: I'm I'm done. I'm gonna go play in my garden. <laughs> that's right. I'm just happy I was right because you know it was it is pretty embarrassing buying tokens and hanging on to them for a long time. You know, you know, you kind of want to see them come to fruition and it was nice to finally see that happen. It's, you
0: know what? I, I, and you know, people come to me now, they, you know, I got family members. They come and they're like, should I invest now? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like there's an ICO. Should I invest now? I mean, how about if Bitcoin goes down I and mean, you, you know what? All these questions were asked two years ago we're at two or $300. So, I mean, oh, yeah, I, know what I mean, $2,500 could possibly be $25,000 one day, you know, yeah, no one well, could say otherwise. Say.
1: It's hard to say. I mean, in my personal opinion, I think crypto, I think, I think you know, give it five years. And I think pretty much, you know, 90% of the, the, the currencies out there that are, um, that have like a unique uh, te- technological um, perspective will probably be worth, you know, multiples of what they're worth now. Um, that's just my own personal opinion. But I, I, I think it's, you know, I still think there's a lot of room to grow.
0: Awesome, man! Ray, hey, hey, thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate you. Uh, you know, you're you reaching out and uh, you know telling me about this because I would never have known. You know, so I, I'm happy you came on, and I'm happy all my my uh, my listeners could look into Geo Founders now because. It's hard to find. Like I said, who has the time to research every single thing going on? It's impossible until you hear it, you know, because it's easy. It's easy to jump on core radio and listen to this show. You know, you could do that and do something else at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll definitely check out the uh, su- Supernet and some of the suggestions that you gave me and uh, check out your magazine. Actually, I- I'm kind of digging the magazine because I, uh, I-, I, re- I subscribe to, um, shoot, I can't remember the name of it, the Creative... Uh, i can't remember the sort of the niche creative photoshop magazine but this is uh, right up my alley in terms of the blockchain
0: oh yeah we we, we love we, we love the fact that we're gonna be like the first magazine for blockchain
1: yeah it's a great idea you definitely <laughs> definitely looking forward to checking it out
0: all right brother thank you for coming on man I love you when when uh when do you think we'll we'll get an update from you for the next uh you know the next release of your product yeah. the he, beta he
1: Keep an eye out next week. Um, we will be um, discussing something on our blog, and uh, we're really excited about it. But uh, we don't want to talk about it until next week. But uh, but uh, you know, I, I suggest everybody just you know uh, follow our blog and um, or our Twitter, and then we'll be posting something next week about it. Cool. What what's the what's the website? What's um, that? It's geofounders.com. And uh, be careful. Uh, you know, anybody that's listening should be careful about that because we've already had. We, like if you we already had somebody duplicate our site and try to they're trying to scan people with like geo-founder.com so gotcha. it's just geofounders.com plural one word no hyphens um to get to our information
0: awesome all right sean thank you thank you for coming on brother i enjoy right, thanks, your day man. and uh I, I expect to hear from you in two weeks when that new that new update comes out
1: yeah no problem man i appreciate it
0: all right brother All right, thanks. Stand stand by one second, okay? Okay,
1: all
0: right. Okay, everybody, you heard it here. Uh, Lutz coming to you live, bringing you the best in the ICO world and the blockchain world. Uh, Everybody, enjoy your day. Thank you for listening. Love you all. Have a good night. SuperNet aims to give people their power back through technology by no longer needing to rely on third parties such as exchanges, banks and services, giving you privacy at the same time. SuperNet Technologies is the most anonymous technology being worked on currently, with a team of developers working diligently daily. SuperNet aspires to be a creative, innovative, state-of-the-art solutions provider which provides individuals opportunity, personal satisfaction and value. You can find out more at www.supernet.org and join our Slack with over 2,500 people.